0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back for another blessful episode of Encouragement Daily's podcast show. And I am your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 115. And this week's message is the race is hard, but victory is ours through a solid foundation. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us once again for another Encouraging devotional message from the words of God. Thank you, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to be a part of receiving this message. My brothers and sisters, as we have received another day, and we're already in the course of walking out that day's journey, let us think about what has been blessed upon us in the receiving of this day. The first thing is that we've been blessed with life. You woke up this morning with the life. You woke up. And my deepest and sincere prayers and condolences to those who did not wake up this morning. To those who went on into a deep sleep and are no longer with us. My sympathies and condolence condolence to the loss of your loved ones or the loved ones of those who I may not know or those that I do know. My brothers and sisters, you may say, well, why bring this up? What is the point? What's the purpose of this? Where are you going? The point is this. You're blessed. We don't consider ourselves to be blessed sometimes. And we, we overlook the one true bless. That one true bless is that you wake up each day with life. Thus giving you an opportunity to further advance yourself, further better yourself, further grow in that what God has created you to be. And I know that we can say, you know, there are those who would say, well, you know, well, bro, tell me it it wasn't my time yet. You know, it it just wasn't my time. You know, you know, those who have passed on, it was their time. Okay, I, I can take that. I can accept that. I understand that. But my brothers and sisters. If you look at it that way. If you receive it in that way. Then I say this to you. Don't wait in doing what it is that has been bestowed upon your heart and has been commanding of your spirit daily to do for the kingdom of God. And then you say, well, you know, you're always talking about, you know, doing this for the kingdom of God, doing that for the kingdom of God, this, that, this, that, and the other. We all have a purpose. And along with that purpose, we have been given an assignment to be carried out concerning the kingdom of God, which goes along to fulfilling our life's purpose. And in that we all have been gifted. I was speaking to one of my younger grandnephews the other day, and I was explaining to him uh, the difference between Talent and gift, and I was letting him know, helping him to understand that we, or some of us, have multiple talents, but we're going but we're only going to have one gift. You see, there are many things, or for some of us, there may only be some things that we're able to do. You know, you can say, well, I'm, I'm not mechanically inclined. Well, if you're not mechanically inclined, that does kind of keep you from having quite a few talents. You know, the, 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 the talent to be able to assemble something, most likely nine to ten without really reading the ins- instructions. Or being able to follow along with it, you know, letter by letter and get it done. You may not be able to work on cards. You may not have knowledge of that. You may not be able to tinker with, you know, different devices, you know, electronic or non-electronic. But people of God, in some way, form or fashion, you have a talent or talents. But you only have one gift. And that gift has been gifted unto you by God for the furtherance of his kingdom. For the fulfilling of your purpose, while your life is being journeyed out here on this earth. So, today, as I bring forth the message that is slated before me to bring forth to present unto you today, the race is hard, but victory is ours through a solid foundation. Now, as I get more into the message, you understand what I mean by the races ours. You will understand what I mean by a solid foundation. And you know, you hear it in the Bible, you read it in the Bible about the race. You know, brothers and sisters, while we still have time, while we still have daylight, let us not give up hope. Life is truly real. There's no doubt about it. Life is real. You know, and we we say it a lot of times, man, you just you you you're not being realistic. You don't understand, man. Things this is real out here. Yes, it is real out here. But we serve a real, true, one and only living God, a faithful God, a sovereign God. People of God. Life is truly real, but so is Jesus. We're not journeying alone. This life course Without a guide Without someone to guide us And most definitely certain Without someone who is already taking the journey You see, because most of the time When you go somewhere and you say You know, I hired a guide You go somewhere you've never been before You may hire a guide Someone that knows the area Someone that has traveled in and out They know everything Well, my brothers and sisters, our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. He knows. He knows the paths. He knows the journey that's ahead of us. He knows what will, will not, what is and what is not going to be. People of God, when we entrust in him, when we have faith unwavering, that journey becomes a little less harder. That's not to say that we won't deal with any hardships. That's not to say that we won't have any trials or tribulations. And it's not to say that we won't have any troubled waters that we may have to cross or any heavy problems bearing down upon our shoulders. But, you know, he says, take up my yoke. (laughs) My, My yoke is light. It's heavy. It's easy to bear. But see, we haven't reached that point of being tired yet. You know, you my, my 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 bishop said one time, he said, Well, you know, you ain't tired yet. When you're tired, then you know, get back right with me. But you ain't tired yet. People of God. We're in a time right now where you see so much happening around you. So many things are going on. So much is being reported on the news. We don't know what to believe, what not to believe. What 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 grain or how much grain of salt to take things with. But my brothers, I say this to you. My sisters, understand this. Keep your thoughts on that, oh, the Lord. Keep your focus. Keep your trust in him. Let not your faith be wavering because of the uncertainty that you see around you going on in this world. Because see, they're throwing everything out to keep control of your mind. To keep you going in this, I oh God, thank you, Holy Spirit. To keep you going in the direction or directions that they have programmed so many people for so many years. But see, things are beginning to come to light. The light of Christ is shining on all dark places. And they're scattering. (laughs) You know, we used to we had this thing (laughs) that, if you want to know whether you got any roaches or not, (laughs) you know, wait till the middle night and go in your kitchen and cut that light on, and you'll start seeing them scatter. Brothers and sisters, when the light of Christ shines, all dark things will begin to try to scatter. But brothers and sisters, there's a shift taking place in that because we have entered into a new age. We have entered into a time where the darkness, evil, is no longer scattering. You see, they're bold. And they're taking bold measures. They're they're, they're bringing forth bold attacks. Their schemes are even more bolder. They're not hiding anymore. They're not scattering anymore. But that's where we must truly allow ourselves to be the beacon of light of that of Christ. Because this is the strength. It is the pureness of Christ that will penetrate through this. Now, they may stand, you know, and and, and be all boasted, and they may do their little schemes and their little dirty work in the light and stood in the darkness as they once did before. But, (laughs) my God, don't get it twisted. And don't think that because this is taking place, That they still can't be repelled repelled by that of the light of Christ. So brothers, I I, say all this to to say this to lead up to what is bringing forth today in the message. No matter how hard things get for you. No matter how troubled the waters that you are about to cross may become. And no matter how heavy that weight of problems that may come down upon you and and, and those challenges that you see multiplying in front of you each and every day. Don't let those things discourage you. Don't let those things get you into a deep depression to where you want to throw in the towel. Because see, just one second to step back and take a breath, to allow the Holy Spirit to bring forth remembrance of that of Christ and his journey, his his ministry, his testimony. Oh my God. I don't want to get too much ahead of myself. I don't want to get too ahead of my notes. But the testimony of Christ, what we see in the, the things and how he suffered, but then we see we see the price, we see my brothers and sisters, we see the glory at the end of that suffering. We know of Christ's testimony and we know of his receivance unto that of glory. So let us take that as encouragement and not give in, not throw in the towel Yes, life is hard. Things are hard. Things are going to happen. And there's some things that we have control over and there's some things that we, we, we don't. But I say to you, what we have control over, take control of it through that of Christ. And the things that we don't have control over, totally release it unto Christ. You see, what I mean by that is that the things that we have control over, control it through Christ is because we have been given authority. So take authority through that of Christ with faith that I'm going to do this in that of the authority given unto me. <laughs> Amen. And then the things that we're going to totally release unto Christ we can say, okay, I know that I have done all that I am capable and able to do and that of my authority. So I declare and I decree that this is done in the name of Jesus. Hear me now. And I relinquish this all into him. What you're saying is that, hey, it's done. I ain't worried about this. I got it. Okay? Oh my God. Don't give up hope, people. Don't let the things that you see going on around you. Don't let the uh, the things that have not been accomplished in your life. Don't let the frustration, the worry, and don't let these things get you to where you give up. The race is hard, but victory is ours. Through a solid foundation, and that foundation, that foundation, is Christ. Mm, my God. So, people of God, as we get into today's messages, I begin and get ready to go into opening prayer. I want you to really take this time to. Allow your hearts to be open. Allow your minds to release hope. And let the Holy Spirit come in and work. Well, you say, well, Brother Tim, you know, I I already know the Holy Spirit is coming. I already know the Holy Spirit in me." Okay, that's fine. But what are you not allowing the Holy Spirit to have control of? What are you not allowing the Holy Spirit to bring in so that you can have a discerning of. So that's why I say. Allow your hearts and your minds to be open. Stop resisting the Holy Spirit. My God. the don't the I don't know. I do Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for blessing me to be able to bring forth the wonderful and blissful knowledge of that of your wisdom. Send me worthy to be one to bring forth encouragement from that of your word. Give unto me the ability and that of the gift that you bestow. To see the encouragement in that of your And then giving me encouragement within me to speak it, to bring it forth, to present it. I would have never thought, as they say, in a million years, that I would be doing something like this. That I, that little shy boy, who didn't talk that much, who didn't involve himself that much in things, would be someone that would be bringing forth such powerful Such strengthening and such encouraging, motivating words. Oh, my Father, how I thank you for your encouragement. I pray that my brothers and sisters in Christ are able to receive this encouragement. And that it will work in their lives as you desire As you have already planned out for it. That it will just allow your plan to take place. That it will just allow each and every phase to just lay and just fit in place. Take their hands up off the things that they should not touch. And be more diligent and focused on those things that they should. And what's in their authority to do so. Oh my God, that I pray that in this that they will have discerning, so they will know the difference. For I know that I have done that prayer, I have spoken that prayer many times because I want to know what you have for me. I want to know the direction that you desire and that you have already laid out in your plans for me. Oh my God, i I speak words but I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't want to speak what is not for me to speak. I don't want to do what is not for me to do. I'm not trying to take up the the, the characteristics or, or that of the anointing of someone that I have not been given. So in saying this, I pray for my brothers and my sisters that they stay the course, their course, that which is given unto them. Walk in the gift that has been bestowed unto them. Grow in it. Learn it. Perform it. Master it. That your your assignment will be complete for the kingdom of God. For our Father. Thus, that of your life purpose. Oh my God. Being truly brought forth. Oh, my God. What uncertain times lay ahead of us. What uncertain times that we now stand in. But I pray that, my brothers and sisters, that we do not look unto these uncertainties. That we do not allow these uncertainties to hover over us. That we do not allow the world to hold us to the uncertain pathways that they have mapped out. Keeping us in disarray. Causing us to be. In a trance of deception. Oh blesseth the O oh father God. Let the scales be removed from the eyes. Let the truth of that of the light of Christ shine. For as I bring forth this message. And as I bring forth the messages to come. That all will be able to perceive, Thus that they can receive that they all be able to discern so that they can walk in that which is the knowledge of you, fulfilling their life's purpose. Blessed be, oh, Father God, for those who are going through some hard times, some hardships that they just don't know what they're going to do. I pray that these messages will reach their deafening ears, bring comfort unto their hearts, and a peacefulness upon their minds, and that the joy of the Lord will raise up in them, igniting their spirit to be overjoyed with the blissful promises of the Lord. Oh my God. Such a good feeling to know that you have everything under control. Such a good feeling to know that not all is lost. Such a good feeling to know that we are guided by someone who understands, someone who truly has our best interest at in heart. Oh, blessed the old oh Father God that as these words come forth today, that you have laid upon my heart. I pray that they lay upon deafening ears, that it will open up a channel, that they will be received unto their heart will meditate on it, and that they will walk it. Oh my God. There's so many that speak of your word. There's so many, oh Father God, that try to uplift your people. I'm not coming before them right now as a prophet. I'm not trying to be that. I'm not an evangelist, nor am I a, a bishop or an apostle or a pastor. I'm not even a deacon. But I'm just simply your son, a humble sinner who's been freed. I no longer am I buying by the slavery of sin. And I fight each and every day with the Lord by my side and and in times going before me to fight the battles that will try to re-enslave me in that of sin. I just simply want to do what you have laid upon my heart and you have called me to do. And that's to share the encouragement of your word. Oh, bless the O Father God. And, and in the process of that, share my testimony. For as Christ shared his testimony unto us through that of your words, we see the things that he endured. We see the things that he did, the works of his hands. And yes, we see the conviction and we see the resurrection oh blessed the oh father God the encouragement in this the peacefulness in this the joy in this testimony so I pray that what has been given unto me what I have endured and what I have been able to overcome because of the strength and because of the guidance because of the direction of that of Christ. That as I share these things along with that of your word, that those who were here, those who perceive and receive, and those who can discern, and that they will walk it out, that they will walk it out with 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 an edifyingness in them. Oh, Father God, lift it up motivated, strengthened, and with knowledge to continue to go forth. And if they haven't picked up their assignment, if they're not walking out their assignments, that they will begin to do so. If they're not utilizing their gifts, that they will begin to understand what their gifts are and grow in them and walk them and use them as you have planned and you have designed for their life. Oh God, what a wonderful thing it is to know that we have such a blessful God, that we have someone that knows the journey and can prepare us for the journey. Someone who will not leave our side. They will not forsake us. Mm -hmm. Someone that goes ahead of us and prepares the way and helps us to be able to respond to the things that take place so that we can stand strong when we can be sustained. Bless be O Father God for that of your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your love. Mm, my God, in the name of Jesus I pray that all will be received and that all will be able to walk out that which is of your plan for their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Blessed with the old Father God, blessed with the my Masikala. Brothers and sisters, thank you for bearing with me through that prayer. There's just a lot of things that are heavy upon my heart, and being able to discern what to release and what not to release is very important to me. Not trying to be deep, nor do I ever really want to be deep. For if it comes upon you that way, let the words of God come upon you that way, not me. Mm, Dama. The race is hard, but the victory, mm, my God, but the victory. Hm. The race is hard, but victory is ours through a solid foundation. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. Ask. And it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Hmm, my God. Hmm. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thrustles? A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Now, people of God, I'm going I'm, to I'm pause right there for a minute. I got, a, I got quite a ways to go, but I'm going to pause there for a minute. All these scriptures that I'm bringing forth to you right now, take heed to them, listen to them. And if you had to go back and replay this, Because Christ is telling us something he, he, He's leading up to something and, 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 and that's why I have these grouped together like this Because in reading this chapter th- This is what stood out to me This is what stood out to me So if you're not If you're not catching these all Listen to it again. Listen to it again. Now, let me stop by one. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. By their fruit. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought about something. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. I had to stop for a second. I just... I just shy. see, you ever wonder why you get that sense about people, and you you you're trying not to judge them, and you you you're hoping that you're not being judgmental, but you just get that sense about them, and and sometimes that sense is not a good sense, kind of rubs your spirit wrong, and you would be like, well, I'm trying to be right in my thoughts. I'm trying to be pure in the whole heart and loving in my heart, keeping my heart pure from all negative things, all evil thoughts, and, and condemning desires. But this person is rubbing you, man. They just rub you wrong. You know, it's it's you know some you. Know, I I know we know about iron sharpening iron. You know that's a good friction. You know that that saying that 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 quote, meaning that you know I help you, you help me. We sharpen each other. And Iron sharpened eyes. That's a good type of rubbing. That's a good type of friction. But there are times when you will come across someone and they just, that, that friction is not a good friction. And in these words right here in the scripture, it says, Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or frig, figs from trussels? A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. My point of what I'm trying to make is that you ever had those moments where you had a bad sense about somebody? I know we've had a bad sense about some things. But you ever had that moment where there's just something about a person that you just, you can't put your finger on it? But in your spirit, you just, there's just something that you're just not right. That's a discerning. That's the spirit trying to tell you, hey, hey, watch out. <laughs> something about that person. That's what the word is saying. It's giving you this analogy. It's giving you this, I got paraphrasing here, Telling you about good fruit, bad fruit, good trees, bad you know. And then at the end it says, thus by their fruit, you will recognize them. So basically what it saying is that a good tree, thus meaning a good person, does not bear bad fruit. And a bad person, a bad tree, does not bear good fruit. So... Mm, my God <laughs> a bad person is going to be able to mm, my God, stand out you're gonna know it. a good person will stand out you will know by their fruit, am I? that's basically what it's saying, so you know what it says dust their fruit, you will recognize them dust by their fruit, you will recognize them, wow. Pay attention to that little sense that you're getting because it's trying to tell you something. Not everyone who says to the Lord, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will say, he says, I will tell them. Almost by the, <laughs> by the paraphrase that for a minute, there, but let me let me stick to what the word says. Then I will tell them plainly. I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. I don't know about you, brothers and sisters, but those are words right there. You can say what you want to say to me. You can say what you want to say about me. Matter of fact, you can do whatever you want to do to me. But those words right there, I don't want to hear that. You feel me? Hmm. I got. I can go through life. You not ever saying a thing to me. And matter of fact, you can say all kind of nasty meaning, negative, derogatory, whatever. Because see, I know who I am and I know whose I am. So that don't bother me. But that right there, and to hear it from my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, that's why I'm working on me. That's why I'm working on me. No, I'm not where I need to be or where God desires me to be But I do know that I'm not Where I was But I know I still have some ways to go Ooh, Come on people Don't get caught up on who you used to be and, and and to the point to where See, now Not only are You Flowing in where People are trying to hold you to that But you yourself are holding yourself to that Stop that You can't control another person, but you can't control you. So don't allow yourself to be held to who you used to be. God's not holding you to that. God did not hold you to that when he forgave you for what you did. He forgave you. He threw it into the sea of forgiveness. Transgressions, he stumbled on with his feet. So why are you sitting there holding that over your head? God not hold it over you. He doesn't say to you every time you kneel down before him in prayer, well, really, you coming to me with, you remember you did this, 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 no. He don't do that. (laughs) My God. Yadro ma shaka. Yadro ma kudra ma the Lord, is, the Lord is saying, is, you know, he says, thus by their fruit, you will recognize them. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the ones who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesize in your name? And and, and in your name, drive out demons and In your name, perform miracles? (laughs) But this is what he says. He says, then I will tell them plainly. No attitude, no no parables, nothing. Plainly. Oh my God. I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. Brothers and sisters, oh my God. Let us not get called to the point where when that time comes, those are the words that we hear. Because, see, I don't know about you. I want to hear the words, well done, my son. Now, like I said, I, I, I don't do some things. You feel me? And I'm working on me constantly. Even though I know I'm not where I was, I still have some ways to go. But I'm not holding what I did over myself God's not so why should I and it's not easy I get it because we feel like why why give me another chance why I should be better than this I should be doing better brothers sisters don't tear yourself up like that understand but instead do this because the Lord is saying it right here understand this now this is what he's saying god thank you holy spirit on my cool see. this is what he said now if he says that i he says that away from me evil doers. now with this people of god the lord is simply saying spend time with him spend time with him He says it right here. He says He says, I will tell them plainly. You see, I will tell them plainly. That's what he says. He says, I never knew you away from me. I never knew you. So, what do we need to do in order for the Lord to know us? Simply spend time with him. The Lord is simply saying. Spend time with him. Spend time in his word. And in prayer. That you may gain. A closer relationship with him. And have what is needed. To grow in the will of God. Our father. Now. He goes on to say. Therefore everyone. Who hears these words of mine. And puts them into practice. It's like a wise man. Who built his house. Upon the rock. The rain came down. The streams rose. And the winds blew. And beat against that house. Yes. It did not fall. Because it had. Its foundation. On the rock. <laughs> My God. <laughs> But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. My God, brothers and sisters. See, I've touched on this subject before, and I explained what, oh, my God, what I sense the Holy Spirit was showing me to explain. And what that was is that the house, representation, you know, the house is a representation of your life. Okay, the rock is a res- re- representation of Christ. The foundation is a re- representation of Christ. Basically meaning, we must build our lives each step of the way as we journey through life, as we travel through the days that are given unto us to see, do things that are constantly building a foundation, constantly keeping us on solid ground, on the rock. And who's the rock? Christ. Who's the foundation? Christ. Now, any architect will tell you a solid foundation, basically meaning that before you even pour your concrete slab, you check the ground. You know, you got good soil, good sand, good whatever dirt, and you say, "Well, hold on, you said sand." Yeah, good foundation. And there's some elements in there that you don't need to have and you shouldn't have. You don't want to build on sand. Because it's going to shift too much. And when it shifts, it's going to give way. When water comes through, it's just going to, like it wasn't even there. So you got to have a good, earthly foundation. Meaning that if you're building a house, you got to check your soil. You got to check that land. Make sure it's good. Before you go trying to build a concrete slab on it, pour a concrete slab on it. You can't do that. You know they come in and test that 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 soil and say, well, no, you know this soil is prone to flood. You know this air is prone to flood. You know this soil has too much moisture in it. You can't you you can't build, or if you build here, you're gonna have to excavate down to the most solid part the most stable part of it of that land and then bring in dry soil dry dirt and compact it and let it just sit and then let it you know compact it again let it sit compact it again let it sit the process the building process can take weeks months because of that process brothers and sisters Mm, Thank you, Holy Spirit. And seeing that. The Lord is wanting us to know, yes, it's going to be a process to build a foundation. To have me as your rock, as your foundation. Yes, it's a process there're going to be some things that you're going to have to give up there's going to be some things that you're going to have stop the doing you know stop doing there's going to be some people you going to be you may have to you know start pushing out of your circle start closing your circle in a little bit more and as you close your circle in there's going to be those who are not going to be in your circle anymore there're going to be some places that you're not going to longer no longer go some things that you're no longer going to desire you you Share the shot. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. The Holy Spirit is showing me, just like I just said, you're excavating, you're, you're moving away, getting rid of that bad soil, getting rid of that which is going to collapse, that which will give in, till you get down to something that's more solid, something that's more durable. See, you can't. Mm, thank you, Jesus. mm, mm, mm. mm. You cannot try to stand on a rock with shakiness up underneath you. If you're going to stand on a rock, you must stand on the surface. You must stand on the, the very, yeah, my God, thank you, Jesus. The very foundation, the very essence of that rock. Thus, our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. You can't take What you have been doing and say, okay, I'm going to do this right here and then I'm going to have that with Jesus. No, you can't. You got to have Jesus. You got to oh, my God. See, this is touching me right here. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is touching me. This is touching me. Yeah, the little choir shot. Mm, Thank you. This is touching me. My God. Yeah, this is touching me. People of God. God. Whatever it is that you've got going on in your life, let those things go. You understand what I'm saying? Those things that they're keeping you from truly building anything with Christ and the reason Ben is because mm, thank you Holy Spirit you're using those things as your building materials you can't do that when you come to Christ Christ will give you what you need to build to be sustained through your life you can't take what you've been doing and try to insert that with Christ and use that as your structure you can't do that you got to I got to stand completely and only on that of the foundation of Christ you can't stand on the foundation of world and 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 and, 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 and try to hold that on Christ you can't do that you can't do that. Mm. When your foundation is the only thing, when your foundation is Christ, the only thing, nothing else. You can't take world and mix it with Christ and think that's gonna be a foundation. And I hope that was a little bit clearer for some of you. You can't take, oh my God, I can use so many examples. Baking a cake, you gotta use the right ingredients. You just can't throw no, anything in there. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got this, this measurements, this rightness. Oh, my God. Even when builders pour a foundation, when they pour that concrete slab, or when they pour those concrete pillars, they're using good concrete. They're not just saying, okay, you know what? Oh, that looks like some good that looks like some good dirt over there. Go grab that dirt. That dirt got some everything in it. Man. I mean, it's got It's got some everything. In it. it ain't good dirt at all, But they just say it's good dirt. Oh, we gonna we, we gonna use that. They grab that, mix it with whatever. They can't even get the right consistency with it. The denseness They can't even get that. But they say they are gonna use it. That's just like you with your life. You are not getting the right combination. But yet you want to try to use that as your foundation. When it's simply saying right here, Christ is telling you. Mm, Christ is telling you, he says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell with a great crash. But Christ is saying, I am your foundation. When you build your house on me, the rain may come down. The streams will rise and the winds will blow and beat against that house. Yet it shall not fall. (laughs) That's what Christ is saying. When you use me as your foundation, meaning you can't mix nothing, you can't take nothing of the world and mix with Christ and think that's your foundation. Oh my God. Hmm. Let me move on, let me move on, because I don't want to get too far out of my notes and get off course, but I had to let you hear that. House is a representation of your life. Rock or foundation is a representation of Christ. In traveling out, the day's journey of your life, the different things that you do, the different things that you allow to uh, consume your time or your space, are building your life.
1: Mm. My God.
0: But if you allow Christ to be your foundation, don't try to mix anything else with Christ other than that, what He gives unto you to use. And if He gives it unto you, He's showing you, okay, well, go over here, this person's gonna have that for you. Or go here, this person's gonna have. Oh, wait a minute, don't do nothing. Somebody's gonna come to you. <laughs> My God. There's so, there's so many stories throughout the Bible where there's been a man of God or God has spoken unto someone and said, well, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Stay here. Don't do that. Stay here. Do that or whatever. Uh, take this and go there. The little old woman and her son, she didn't have nothing. The man of God told her, OK, go go get some pots whatever, and, 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 and take that oil and pour it into the pot. She poured and just kept pouring. It just kept going. It didn't stop until she ran out of parts. (laughs) It didn't stop until she ran out of parts of bases or whatever those was that they had. People of God. Christ will give you what you need to build. Upon him. See, he's already solid. He's already true. But he will give you what you need to build upon him. But you got to first have him. Amen. So don't lose hope. If you have Christ, oh my God, all that was said to say this, if you have Christ and you have Christ as your foundation, as your rock of which you are building upon, meaning that you are in prayer with him, you got a relationship with him, you, you're doing what you can to listen and, and to discern. You're going by the guidance of that of discernment of your spirit. People of God, don't worry about what storms come. Amen? Mm, my God. Was whew, my God! See, yeah, I got so caught up there that I'm, I'm I'm running out of time. We have come to that point in the show where I I, I normally would bring forth the spiritual food for thought, but I want to continue on uh, and finish up my notes here, and then uh, I will interject the uh, spiritual food for thought uh, later on thereafter. Amen. Um. But I just want you to, I really wanted you to get an understanding of what uh, the Holy Spirit is showing me to bring forth to you. I don't like to speak stuff that I'm not sure about. Because I'm not no prophet. And I'm not trying to, no, I ain't trying to be now. Trust me. Because when that day comes for me to be before the Lord, I don't want to be judged for speaking stuff that, you know, no. Uh-uh, no. That's why I pray each and every time, God, show me what you want me to say. I keep my heart open, keep my mind open. This is what you want me to say. On top of what I have already prepared in notes. Because you see, people of God, I am an understanding person to know that I've walked it. I'm walking it. Life is real. Things happen. We are faced with challenges. Life issues change daily. Circumstances, my God, bring about situations. And some of them we cannot control. We have no control. over. So we need encouragement daily. And God, our Father in heaven, has that encouragement in that of his word. And that what I have dedicated my life to, that is what I see my assignment, and that is the gift that I have recognized that is given unto me, my God, to do. So in this right here, people of God, I pray that you will get it. I pray that you will get it. Brothers and sisters, I pray because, see, brothers and sisters, we must choose the right foundation when building up our lives. Or, as we say, walking out our life's journey in this uncertain world. We must know we have chosen a foundation that stands against the test of times. And how do we know that? Because the word says that. That the Lord, <laughs> my God, he is the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the same. He hasn't changed. So he's unshaken. <laughs> Through the test of time. So we now we know that we have a foundation that has withstood the test of times. And, oh my God. The seasons that change, as do life issues. See, life issues, they're constantly going back. Life is constantly changing. You have issues that are just' it's one minute is here, one minute is down, one minute is up one it's all over the place, but where's the Lord? the Lord is right there come hell or high waters day is is as the elders used to say, you can count on the Lord oh, my God and and then we have oh, my God, the uncertain storms. That seem to challenge our very existence of faith. Whew, my God. But you got to worry about them storms. Because the Lord said I will be. Your captain. He is our bridge over troubled waters. He's our captain on the boat. What did he do on that boat? When it's like oh oh. Lord, Jesus. Jesus. It, 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 it's storming real bad. The boat is rocking. He died asleep. That just showed you how much in peace he was. He didn't worry about nothing. He was asleep in the midst of that storm. Boat just tossing, just jumping up and down on the waves, just ooh, going everywhere. And he laying up there just not out sleep. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, every time I read that, I'm just visualizing that. I'm visualizing that. I'm like, okay, what was he? He had to be like, just, he was just at rest. He was just in peace. And they flipping out. I mean, they just just imagine somebody that's so chaotic. They just don't know what they don't know what to do. They just freaking out. And they run to the Lord and say, Jesus, Jesus, it's right. Oh, it's, it. and he looked at him like, Really? You want me for this? <laughs> like, really? And he said, Peace be still. And what did the sea do? The sea calmed itself. Like a newborn baby being rocked by his mother. Calm down. Stop crying. (laughs) The wind stopped blowing. Oh, my God. They stand up looking like, can you imagine that? Just just imagine yourself right in the midst of of that when it happened. And just imagine the the expression on their face. And And then just listen to when he said, oh, ye of little faith. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got the Messiah. Oh, shake got lobo robots. And you flipping out. And people, God, that's what God. That's that, See, that's what he's saying right now. He's like, I'm with you. I will never leave thee nor forsake you. I'm with you. And when the storms of life come upon you, beat up against you, what did He do? He say, peace be still. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. Now you saying, oh my God, you know, well, I don't have some times where, you know, things were coming and, you know, and it was hard and, 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 you know, life was just seemed like it would just beat me up. And, you know, I prayed and, you know, I I was saying, you know, and speaking, peace be still, but it seemed like things just kept getting worse. Brothers and sisters, Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit, for showing this to me. I'ma share, I'ma share. You see, we sitting there speaking, saying peace be still, and we think that the things that the circumstances that have brought forth these situations are gonna just be still and just dissipate when we say peace be still, but no, listen, some of the time that's not what need to be still. <laughs> that's not what need to have peace. Come on, guys. Oh, latirosa your Mm. Yes, Holy Spirit, show it to me. Show it to me. See, equal Some of the times it's us. <laughs> See when that when hey, my God. You say, well, I heard, I heard the Lord saying, saying, you know, speaking to my situation. Peace be still. Well, no, it, the Lord may have not necessarily been speaking to you. your situations, telling them to be still. The Lord was speaking to you telling you, be still. Oh, my God. See, you getting all frantic. You getting all worried. You getting all bothered. Why? Did you not just profess that the Lord is your Savior? He's your King, your Messiah. The, oh, my God. The true and living one and only Son of thy Heavenly Father, thy sovereign God. So, if you have spoken that he's your deliverer, oh my God, your bridge over troubled waters your 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 tower of refuge what you run into oh and let me not forget the righteous man because you say you're righteous, but come on, but you getting all frantic so. When you say you're hearing the Lord speaking to your situation, man, God, thank you, Jesus. Now, I'm not saying that he's not, and I'm not saying that sometimes when you sense that or when you have a vision of that, that he's not speaking to your situations, telling them to be still, but I'm saying some of the time that's not always the case. Maybe he's telling you to be still. You doing too much. You everywhere. You which away? I said just be still for a minute. Just be still. Cause see he wanted you to see something. God. <laughs> he
1: wanted
0: you to see something. You see, because yeah, my God. He said, I'm about I'm about to do a new thing. Do you not see it? <sighs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Hello do shitaka. Mm, ya daru kum, ya rashi doru kalam is. Shit ro shit ro shikom asati Mm, my god. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Mm. Mm-mm. See, we can't and we must not let this world hold us to its paths of uncertainty. We have been given a guide, a life coach, as you will, that as, oh my God, see, he, he has already taken the journey. He's already taken the journey and has taken up rest on his throne at the right hand of the father, our God. And seeks to guide us through unto this same eternal salvation. See, the Lord has already, he's already traveled his journey. He's gone through the process. He was victorious. from. He was victorious before he even started. And what he's trying to get us to see is that we're victorious too. Why are we victorious? You say, well, bro, why? I haven't done anything. You're right. You haven't. Jesus has. We're already victorious through that of the Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. We're just going through the process right now. Mm, my God, I don't want to get ahead of my nose. I'm to get ahead of my notes. Of my notes. Mm. And, but you see, he, he seeks to guide us through unto this same eternal salvation, amen. So let us not give up so easily on this race of which we run. Although the course giving gets hard sometimes, this life is hard. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and try to say to you, "Oh, well, you know, it ain't it ain't hard, man. You know, you can do this. It, it, you know, you know things. You know, it ain't hard as what you see." No, I'm not going to say that because, see, I may not know exactly. I mean, down to the letter or down to the situation or the circumstances that brought forth the situation or the the change, that one change of issue in your life that caused you to be where you are. I may not know that. But yet still, I can relate because I've had some of those situations. Because of circumstances, I've had those life issues that change constantly in the blink of an eye. And I'm faced with challenges. So, see, I can understand. Life is hard. My God. But let us not be so focused on how hard this this course of, of race is. You know, we're racing this course and we're like, man, this is a hard, this this life, this life course is hard, man. This is a hard thing to run. I'm just praying that I, I finish out good. Amen. But let us not get so caught up on this. Mm. We must not get discouraged to the point of giving up. For we must understand we have already been given the victory. The victory is already ours. We are conquerors. Through that of our Lord and Savior. Christ Jesus. And that very same Lord. My God. Is our guide. Our life coach. Helping us to endure the process. Until that. Of that eternal salvation. In our Heavenly Father's kingdom. Mm my God. See, and we're just going through the process that we may have the testimony to share unto those that are just starting the race. Just as Christ has given us a testimony and the strength to endure through the process as well. See, we look unto Christ and we say, wow, he endured all that. He was sped on, he was... You know, was beaten, was stabbed, has thorns dug down in his head, had nails driven through his hands and through his feet. Called all kind of names chased and almost stoned. He endured. Well, look at him now. Come on, y'all. Look at him now. Hmm. My God. We have already been given the victory. And we must understand that. We have already been given the victory. What we're going through, see, you don't get this, man. Come on, get this, get this. When Christ did everything he did, that course of time he was here amongst us, that was also that we can see, so that we can have something to cling on to. So we can have something to encourage us. We can have something to look forward to. As we go through the suffering, the oppression, people of God, mm, my God. So. When you go through the process, see, he, he, he already did what he needed to do. He's, he's already conquered the world. So we are victorious through him. He left a testimony for us to follow. So that we can have the encouragement to endure and go forth. We can call on the name of Jesus. And be strengthened. And through him, we can do all things people of God and then when we get to that point where we can share our testimonies with others that we encounter who are just starting out the race then are we not like Christ hence are we not disciples of Christ because now we are in a position to share our testimony and those who we share our testimonies with; they can see oh my God you went I would have never known because I'm looking at what's going on with you now I would have never known you had to do this and you went through that and that happened and this happened it's God that kept me that whole time It, it was it was by the rightness by the righteousness and the right hand of God that got me through that it was his refuge that protected me through all that horrific attack upon my life. People of God. And I'm getting ready to close here in a minute. People of God. The race is hard. But victory is ours through a solid foundation. And it does not get any solid It does not get any solid. Come on now, say it with me. It does not get any solid than Christ. Amen. So take heed of this parable that Jesus used about the man who built his house on rock versus the man who built his house on sand. Take heed to that. Because what he's saying is that If you allow me to be your foundation. If you allow me to be that which you build upon. That which you allow your life to be standing on. That sustains your life. You won't go wrong. So no matter what comes at you. No matter what is blown your way. No matter what. hmm, My God. Hmm. Threateners are very foundations of that of your existence. I got you. You shall not be moved. I got you. And see, you wonder why Christ, why Jesus could lay there on that, on that, on that boat, and just be at peace. And all the wind. the waves are coming so high, tossing that boat to and from, picking it up and letting it drop, and it's going and almost rolling over and all that. How you think he was? There? He is peace. He's peace. He is peace. He is authority. So that does not bother him. That, that, that didn't bother him. What did he do? He get up not look like, really? Y'all bothered me for this? He went out and said a few words: Peace, be still. Three little words. <laughs> what happened? The river calmed down. It behaved. The winds withdrew. Mm, my God, oh my God, the aggressiveness. You little sheep ah my. The clouds open up and allow the sun to come out. Mm, 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 mm. And Christ, look, and He said, oh, ye of little faith." Seven words he spoke. Peace be still. And then he says unto them. Rebuking them. "O ye of little faith. People of God. What is Christ saying to you? Is he telling you peace be still? Is he urging you to build upon Him, that foundational rock that cannot be shaken that cannot be blown that cannot drown is he asking for you to strengthen your relationship with him so that you will know him and not just that but most importantly he will know you Well, see, as I said earlier, I don't know about you, but that's the course that I'm on. See, I don't want to just know about Christ and read about the things that are in God's word, you know, about Christ. I don't want to just, my God. And I know this may sound weird to some of you, but I don't just want to know the experience of his presence. I want him to know me. So when that moment comes that I'm before him and and judgment is about to fall, then I don't hear those words. Away from me, you evildoer. I don't I don't know you. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, Well done, my son. You say, well, you know, I don't I don't did so many wrong things. And I, I've sinned so much and I've lost count of the many times that I've had to repent, okay? I hear you and I understand you and I can even say I've been there. But I'm going to say this to you. You say you have lost count. Well, guess what? So has God. He's lost count. He's not keeping count of how many times you come before him and repented. But you don't understand, oh brother. It's been a it's been about the same thing. Okay. Seek guidance. Seek help. You see, mm, my God, I'm seeking it. I'm seeking it. I'm seeking it. I'm seeking it. And each time I can I can I I can sense the Lord saying, Seek me. Seek harder. Seek with a vengeance. Seek with your whole heart. Mm, my God. I worry that I have no faith. And see, this will fly right by, by some of you because you'll say, okay, wait hold on. You have no faith? So you don't have faith in the Lord? I didn't say I didn't have faith in the Lord. Like I said, this is going to fly right by some of you. I seem. Sometimes it seems that I have no faith in me. To do what I need to do. That the Lord can do what he needs to do. I have no faith that. What is to be done can be done. I have no faith in me to stand strong and not be coerced or be tempted. I have no... F- See, don't y'all sit down and look with that on your face because some of you been there too. Or you know someone that's been there. And you're like, what is going on? Do I not have faith? I know I got faith because I was I had faith when and, and this happened and I was able to get out of this situation. I was able to get out of that circumstance and I had... People of God. Things are getting more real for you. Things are getting deeper. You have reached a point where. Your faith is growing. You are trying to grow. It's it's, it's just your growing. In that of faith. To another level. You will. You will become stronger. In faith with each new situation that is presented unto you, your faith will get stronger. Your faith will become more endurance, meaning that you will be able to endure a lot more and stand strong on the faith that God's going to bring it through. See, and, and, and let me clarify a little bit more about what I was saying earlier about not having faith. See, we have faith, but sometimes we don't have faith that, He'll do it for us. We have faith in the Lord. We know that we serve a faithful God. But sometimes we don't have faith that he'll do it for us. We don't have faith that it can be done for us. And we must have that faith. We must believe. And we must entrust. We must wholeheartedly. Trust in me. He will keep in perfect peace those who mind estate upon him. People of God. This race, this life that we're running out, that we're living, yes, it's hard. It's hard. And I'm not going to sit and say it's not hard. People go through a lot daily, second by second, by moment of each day. People are dealing with things. So much to the point sometimes it, it drives people insane. Some people just can't take it. They break down. They take their life or they commit some act of... I can't even, you know, just to even think about it. That's why I pray that not for any benefit of mine, not for any accreditation unto me, not that I can sit and say, well, you know, I got 3,000 followers. I got 4,000 people that listen to the word of God. That's good. But not for my benefit, but for God and for their benefit. That they listen and receive his encouraging word so that they can stay in peace. So that they can walk out their journey. Go through that process. So they too. Can be in the eternal salvation. Of our Heavenly Father's kingdom. So. I say these things not for me. Because see I'm getting encouragement. I'm getting encouragement. And that encouragement, God's word is helping me. It may not be in a time frame that some may think it needs to be or should be. They may not see the change in me that they thought that they would see or they want to see. Because see, sometimes God will have you go through some things and deal with some stuff and things will be shown unto people so that he can get the glory. So just because they can't see how they think they should see, it's not, you know, oh my God, come on, people. Mm. Get a Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people, God, yes, yes, yes. See, sometimes the things that God work on you and work in you and through you, is not so much for your friends or your family to see you and say, oh, he did this or she, she has changed. Sometimes it's not really about that. It's sometimes about letting the devil know that God is still God. Amen. My mm. oh, God. Mm. And I'm going to go ahead and get to the spiritual food for thought, uh, which I went over. uh, I said it to the side because I wanted to go ahead and finish up this message. But uh, our spiritual food for thought for this week. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Once more, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock.
1: Mm, My
0: God. Take that right there. Along with what has been brought forth today. The race is hard, but victory is ours through a solid foundation. That's what we got to have, people of God, a solid foundation. You got Christ in your life, you got a solid foundation. Build on that. And you say, well, how do I build on that? Prayer. And trusting, faith. Seeking out what it is that he has for you. Doing what he has shown you to do. That's how we build on that. That's how we strengthen ourselves and our lives on that. So that when the storms come, we won't be shaken because we'll be prepared. You see what I'm saying? It's just like right now there's a storm going through um and i'm going I'm not gonna lie. I don't even remember the name of the storm there's you know they they there's so many storms and and all these different names that they come up with, but I'm gonna say this. There's a storm coming through now that's getting ready to hit the Gulf of Florida. If it hasn't already, as I speak, it's going to make its way up across the northern part of Florida and then on through the southern east side of Georgia and on into the Carolinas. People of God, it's my prayer that it will move swiftly, not just as it comes and approaches land and goes cross land you know it's always moving swiftly it's coming to us quickly I, i i it's not just my prayer that it will come quickly but it's my prayer that it will go past and over quickly with no problems no you know no significant damage no lives lost But it's most of all my prayer that everyone has prepared themselves because, see, this is my point. You prepare for that storm or for the storms that come. You make sure you got water to sustain you for drinking and for your pets. If you have, you make sure that you got food that's going to last, you know, because you don't know how long the power may be out if you don't have power. So you want to make sure you got flashlight generators, those things like that. You got shelter or somewhere you could go that you can have safe shelter. So you're preparing that way. Why not prepare? Why not build upon the rock of Christ so you can prepare for not just those type of storms, but the storms that, that which Satan brings, the storms of the evil one. Amen. The attacks of the evil one, the schemes of the evil one. So, people of God, the race is hard, but victory is ours through a solid foundation. Amen. Some or all parts are quoted from Matthew 7 1 through 2, 7 through 8 fifteen to sixteen, eighteen, twenty through twenty seven. That's an NIV. Once again, some are all parts of today's message. It's quoted from Matthew seven, one through two, seven through eight, fifteen through sixteen, eighteen and twenty through twenty seven, and that is the NIV. I thank you for tuning in. This week and receiving another encouraging message from the words of God. I thank you for supporting. The podcast. Uh, encouragement Daily's podcast show. Encouraging weekly devotional podcast, bringing forth encouragement from the words of God. I thank you for your time. You've set aside to be receivers of this message. And it's my prayers that this message will truly be blessful in your lives, where you're at right now. And that you will really be able to discern what is needed, what is desired by that of our Heavenly Father, our God, so that your lives may be better, so that you can better build upon that solid foundation that rock. Our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Thank you for your time. God bless you. May the rest of your day be joyous, safe, and healthy, and also the remainder of your week. Amen.